This is Raspberry Lemonade, the Arnold Palmer of podcasts, a refreshing dive into the stories of industry professionals, both sweet and sour. And now your host, Mr. Levi. Hey everyone, this is Levi. How you doing today? I am here today with Aaron. How you doing? Pretty good, man. Pretty good, thank you. It's awesome to have you, man. I'm looking very much forward to having this episode with you. Uh, some people requested to talk to someone in the medical field or in that industry, and you're definitely a part of it. Tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do. As you know, my name's Aaron. Um, and I'm a pharmacy technician. How long have you been a pharmacy technician? Yeah, so I've been a pharmacy technician for a year now. I started back in November of 2021. And yeah, been a technician since, well, actually, I started off as a, um, as a pharmacy clerk and okay. eventually um, worked towards getting my license. Nice, nice. Right on, man. What's the difference between a clerk and a, like a pharmacy tech? Well, as a clerk, basically, the only thing you do is just ring out customers in the pharmacy, in the pharmacy portion, and um, you are allowed to ring out medications for them, and that's pretty much what your role is as a clerk. Okay, so kind of like the the person who takes your prescription, right, and they're like, okay, you, you have this medication, and... Kind of rings you at the register, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. exactly. Gotcha, gotcha. Cool, yeah. cool. So how does that differ from being a pharmacy technician? So um, as a clerk, your tasks are limited, per se, while that as a licensed pharmacy technician, um, you embrace all the roles as a pharmacy technician, which um, includes pickup, which is ringing out customers, as well as... Um, working in what we call production, which is uh, receiving the prescriptions, the physical prescriptions. It could be on the computer um, or print out. And so pretty much what we do is um, using a computer, we have a list of all the, um, the incoming prescriptions, and they're all time-based. So there could be some that are... Some more, some are more like time sensitive. Is that what you, what you mean? Yeah, yeah. They're well, technically, they're all time sensitive. We all have to meet a certain deadline for each uh, prescription that we right. complete. Um, some of them we have to have some that are called waiters, which means that the customer is waiting in the store, and oh, those okay. we have to um, have them out by like five ten minutes. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Also, as a um, technician, you other roles that you have is um, returning medications to stock. But um, the main difference between a clerk and a pharmacy technician is that as a pharmacy technician, you have direct contact with, with the actual uh, medications. Oh, so you get to actually touch the drugs. Yes. <laughs> gotcha, man. And how does that work? Like, Do you actually kind of like fabricate certain medications or are, do no. they usually come prefabricated? Yeah, so they come prefabricated. Um, every medication comes in a manufacturer bottle um, with the label and 
um, on the label, it usually says what manufacturer it is, um, which diff with um, which is different from what is known as a compounding technician. What is that? A compounding technician pretty much is um, a pharmacy technician who actively um, participates in pretty much. I guess you could say creating the pills, uh, okay. which, uh, which is like pulverizing, putting it in, putting into the capsules, gotcha. creating um, creams, um, ointments, actually um, helping uh, the process of creating the actual tablets. Wow, I didn't know that was a thing. I, I always thought, especially with like the capsules, right? Yeah. I thought they already came in the capsule. So really, they have to get the powder and put them into the little capsules. Yeah. Oh, exactly. wow. I did yeah. not know that. That's interesting. Cool. All right, man. Well, let's get to know you a little better as a person. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a couple questions about you as far as how did you get into the industry? It all starts back from when I was a child. We'll get a lot more into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it, so it started back when I was a kid. As few people know, I um, I was born at five months. Therefore, um, you know the the common time frame is nine months. So right. you were a preemie. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was gotcha. premature. So yeah. um, I don't like using the term "took the blow," but I guess you could say the part of me that took the blow, or better phrased, resulted underdeveloped were my kidneys. They okay. um, they were a smaller size than the average kidney size, and given that they were underdeveloped, they part of that um, underdevelopment was that they were not um, able to um, commit to their role properly, or weren't able to do their function as it would in a person who was completely born. Or the full nine months. Gotcha, gotcha. So because of the underdevelopment, they pretty much the kidneys weren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. Exactly. Gotcha. So since then, I guess you could say that all my life I've known what medications are. Mm, whether, because of that. Yeah, whether yeah. in like mouth form, like a capsule tablet or IVs or, you know, any other form of medication. Yeah. So pretty much since then, I have become very familiar with pharmacies and the process of ringing out and all that, um, you know, receiving medications, seeing medications on shelves and stuff. Gotcha. And I remember this one particular time where I was probably like nine or 10 and I was just paying attention to a person who was preparing the medication, packing it and all that. And it kind of caught my attention like, I don't know, like, at that time, like, I was like, wow, you know, like, that's, like, the coolest thing <laughs> ever, you know, because, you know, it's, like, it's not necessarily science, but it's just one of those things that's, like, wow, you know, how do they do that? You know, like, I want to learn how to do that. Yeah. So, since then, it sort of caught my interest, and it just never left, honestly. It was just something that I was, like, you know, if I could do that, I would do it. Yeah. And um, since then, you know, growing up, that just stuck with me. And so I was like trying to figure out how to go ahead and, you know, go about learning how to do that. 
thankfully I gained the proper knowledge but we'll get into that a a bit later (laughs) yeah that's awesome dude so from a kid you kind of had a curiosity yeah yeah exactly that's cool man i mean i'm sorry about you know the kidney condition but maybe you wouldn't be doing what you're doing today if it wasn't for that right sure yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean i would assume so yeah yeah and like uh, well i guess uh, yeah, I guess I could say that the that the um, prolonged and constant exposure to pharmacies um, kind of like created that spark to learn what the job is all about and yeah. the curiosity to know if that's something that I could achieve at some point in my life. Gotcha, man. That's awesome. So as far as the early days of you being a pharmacy tech, you know, first couple of weeks, first few months, I'm sure you remember those days, right? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but before getting into that, actually, what would someone have to do if they wanted to do what you do? What are the steps? So, um, to become a pharmacy tech, first of all, well, it varies by uh, person, honestly. From experience, I started off working just as a regular clerk. And there is no time frame as to when you can get your license. But as with any type of license, you know, the sooner the better. Yeah. Pretty much for me, they gave me on-the-job training. Not, I guess you could say indirectly, because I wasn't able to, you know, interact with the medications. Right. But just, you know, learning terminology, learning certain steps here and there. So now to answer your question, to become a pharmacy technician... Um, you go online, Board of Pharmacy of California website. You print out a application online. It's you know it's free for the public, and so pretty much it gives you an outline as to what you need. So one of the things is to have worked under a pharmacist's supervision, mm. not necessarily working with the medications, but just you know in right. general supervision. Right. And so after that, that's one of the requirements. After that, you have to had some form of prior training through a school or something of the sort. In my case... So like college or... Yeah, or just any type of like short-term program that that is pharmacy technician based. Oh, so like maybe even like an adult school or... Because there's programs like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I I took mine online on a website called Ed2Go. After I completed that requirement, you know, that gets checked off. Aside from that, you have to also get background checked. Mainly, oh. But I guess that's... <laughs> yeah, but I guess... Well, that's pretty normal, though, for jobs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and especially for pharmacy, because, well, you're dealing with drugs pretty much. Yeah. You know? It's a very serious occupation, because like any other healthcare employee, like like a nurse or a surgeon or you know anyone like that the person's hands is pretty much in your life yeah that's serious. the person's life is in your hands right i get what <laughs> i understood <laughs> oh i understood what you meant to yeah. say yeah yeah and so um you know any um, distraction any small miscalculation can lead and can lead not only to the termination of you working as a pharmacy technician, but you can also, and you will, lose your license. 
Not only that, the other person's life is at risk. And right? the like, person's life is at risk. Exactly. Oh, that's serious stuff. Yeah, exactly. And then after that, what it would. What's the next step after that? So after that, you have to complete what we call an affidavit. Affidavit. I think that's the pronunciation. Never learned how to pronounce it. Tomato, tomato, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so the pharmacist needs to sign that. Uh, You also have to get your fingerprint um, scanned. Yeah. You have to complete that and a couple of other um, similar legal processes. I did mine in downtown LA. So after that, um, you also have to get your picture taken. And they give you a physical copy of your picture. So after you fill out the application, you put that all stapled together. And I'm missing one thing. You also have to get a notary um, to sign for identity purposes. And it's not like you could send it to them and, oh, you know, just sign it. Like, you have to physically be there. Right. And the notary has to sign pretty much, like, under oath, I guess you could say. Yeah. That you were, in fact, there physically next to them. Yeah. And that that's indeed their signature. Right. So, after you send all of that, after you complete all of that, you staple it all together and you send it in an envelope to the Board of Pharmacy which is in Sacramento. So after that, you complete that process. After you submit it through mail, you get an answer in about, honestly, it varies. It just depends on how busy they get with applications and all. Um, It's up to their discretion if you um, are approved or not. Also based on... The state really has the final say. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And also depends on the paperwork. If there's something missing, like even if... Or maybe an error. Yeah, even okay. if like there's like a date that is inaccurate, they will send it back. Uh, if see. you like, for example, if, I, if on one page I wrote Aaron Joshua Perez, and on the next I write Aaron Perez... They send it back because it has to be exactly the same in every single page. Not only the name, but the date as well. I see. So, and I mean, it's a serious matter, you know, so you would obviously, you know, be as careful as possible. But in that case, knowing that you would have to be even like even more careful so that it could get approved, you know, at the first try. And that's actually what happened to me. That I had a date wrong and like they had to send it back. And I was like, like I remember receiving an email, Board of Pharmacy, and I was like so excited. I opened it. It's like, uh, like no. <laughs> it was just like, oh man. And like I read through it and it's like, oh, you know, the date is wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my Dumb. God. Like, how, like, how did I get a date wrong? How is that possible? <laughs> but does that mean you had to start all over again? Like no, the no, process? No, no, you just, um, the page that you messed up on, you reprint it, you fill only that page out, and you send it. Oh, okay. And that's what I did, and I got an answer in about two weeks. Okay. And next thing I knew, I received my license in the mail. Nice. Pretty much, and the whole thing, it's about, you know, taking in consideration the fees for the notary and your uh, your fingerprint and the actual application fee mm-hmm. it came out to like about two hundred dollars gotcha. for anyone and that wants to know right and again that was 
about a year ago now, so it might even be a little more now, right? So yeah. just to keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Awesome, man. Cool. Well, now I know what to do if I ever want to be a farm tech, right? We need people. Hey, there you go. We'll uh, find a way to get you in touch with Aaron at the end of the episode in case you want to, if you're interested or if you want to know more information. But moving on with the questions here. Now we're really going to get a little personal because I'm going to ask you about your upbringing. Tell us a little bit about, you know, little Aaron, uh, preteen Aaron. Tell us, tell us like about your upbringing, you know, where maybe where you grew up, stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in a city, in a city called Hawthorne. It's about, I want to say like 20 minutes from here. Is that near uh, Torrance, right? Uh, Sort of, yeah. Around surrounding area? Yeah, yeah. It's um, where I lived. I was about 10, 15 minutes away from LAX. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I know where you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was like. I don't want to say, like, downtown Hawthorne, but, like, in the more, like, m- like, mostly populated area, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Like, like going towards, like, the 405. Yeah. Towards that area. I grew up with my sister. She's older than me. I'm the youngest of three, baby in the family. And so um, I pretty much grew up in a very medical field oriented family uh my sister she's a medical assistant um so she's in the medical field Uh, my mom um is a cna so i've gained a bit of knowledge since then regarding medical terminology thanks to their experience and sort of like knowing more or less what the medical industry is about to a certain point or to a certain degree yeah I grew up in a small block, very quiet, except on the holidays, very fun childhood, I guess I had. Okay, that's good. Always, um, you know, uh, as any kid, you know, just... Yeah, you had fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> as any kid, yeah. Gotcha. All right, man. So how about, what would you say as you were growing up kind of also had to do with or affected the way you chose what field you were going to go into so okay, as yeah. a grown-up yeah 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 so um sort of going back to my kidney condition i throughout my childhood until up to now i've taken a grand variety of medications so it always amused me um how different medications can sort of work for for the same thing um, different medications in different um, forms. Also, another thing that fed my interest to become a technician was simply, you know, seeing how people were helping others in order to have them improve to a certain extent their health. I was always on the receiving end, I guess, you know, always receiving medications. Right. So, the question that always stuck with me is how can I be on the giving end of that? You know, I've already been on the receiving end and now how can I be on the giving end of it? So that question was sort of like the engine, I guess, to me becoming a technician. Nice, man. I like to ask that question of how, you know, your upbringing or childhood experiences kind of had to do with 
yeah, it essentially affected what you decided to do as a grown-up, especially as far as um, you know making a living because different people experience different things. And even if they experience very similar things, sometimes one may go one path, the other may go the other path. So it's always a very interesting question. You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's good to know that you you kind of took your your experiences and though not very wonderful, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. And you decided like, okay, well, people are helping me. How can I help others? And I really like that, man. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's, and like I I like how you worded it. It's kind of like a. You scratch my back, I scratch your back kind of thing. You helped me. Now, how can I return the favor in the exact same way? Yeah, I like that, man. That's cool. We have come to the part of the podcast where we ask the guest about a sour story. Oh, man. (laughs) What's been like one of the worst interactions or just experiences that you've had so far? I'm sure you have a lot <laughs> oh, man. that you can choose from. And that's also why I like to ask this question because it does become a little difficult to just choose one good one or it in this does. case, one bad one. Yeah. One like highlight. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, as we're speaking, I'm trying to like organize every single bad situation I've been in. <laughs> like ranking it in your head. Yeah. I'm like <laughs> ranking it like, like which one almost made me quit. <laughs> oh no <laughs> it's sometimes it, it's gone to that point with some experiences i remember on my very f- first week oh no let's hear that one <laughs> that sounds good oh man on my very first week um i had this customer come in to pick up a narcotic mm-hmm. what we call a um a painkiller ah, okay. no, uh, thank you yeah. thank you for clearing that i was yeah, like yeah. narcotic uh-huh. yeah i totally understand what you're saying yeah yeah, yeah. The good stuff. The good know? stuff, yeah. yeah. So she so this customer, um, they didn't they hadn't brought their ID with them. Mm. And the thing is that for legal reasons, in or like in order for you to check out a prescription or in order for us to sell you a prescription mm-hmm. Of that type, we need an ID for verification purposes. Gotcha. In order to make sure that it's the re- the person picking up is either related to the patient or is the patient. Gotcha. Because, like, for example, like, just, like, for example purposes, you know, like, Tylenol or... Um, Advil. Or, or, yeah, or Advil or anything like that. Or, like, yeah, just, like, any, like... Those are what they call over-the-counter, right? Yeah, like anything over-the-counter or any medication that doesn't have any, like, serious issues. Not issues, but, like, medications that aren't really... That strong, maybe? That strong. Mm -hmm. You don't need an ID. Right. You you know, we just scan them and, you know, here. Yeah. But given that it's a narcotic, a painkiller... Do you remember what painkiller it was in this occasion? Or you can't say... Yeah, I can't say. Oh, okay. Given that, man, it was real good stuff. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. For um, yeah, of uh, due to uh, patient confidentiality, I cannot say the name of the medication. Okay. Yeah, it's confidential, and aside from that, um, there could be serious consequences if I were to say 
the name. Gotcha, gotcha. And that's something that any, anyone who is in pharmacy or anyone who's wanting to get in pharmacy, um, it's one of the most important things. It's called HIPAA. Yeah, heard of that. Which is pretty much, I can't say anything about it. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. But um, going back to the story then, like what what was what was it that made it so difficult or such an yeah, so like negative experience for you? Yeah. So this customer forgot their ID and apparently they had come all the way from Wilmington, from Wilmington to over here to Compton. Mm. So and like they really needed it, this and that. And um, she pretty much just got mad, this and that, you know, like I need my medication this is BS, I don't have my ID, here and that. Mm. And like, you know, I was just, you know, with that same posture, I guess. Like, you know, I need your ID, I can't give it to you. Yeah. So eventually she took like, she grabbed like a whole bunch of things, just like threw them everywhere. Oh, wow. Um, made a scene. Made a scene pretty much, yeah, yeah. It was bad. She's what, like, you don't know what you're doing, this and that, you know, like. Like, how the heck are you, like, working here and you uh, don't know what the this, this, and that you're doing? Yeah. So was her name Karen? <laughs> I think <laughs> it was. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was just being, you know, because, like, we no, say that's like, why, she like, was being a Karen. Yeah, yeah, that's why, like, I'm pretty sure it was because of that behavior. <laughs> um, She came back, like, an hour later. And you would think, oh, you know, like, she's like, all right, fine, here's my ID, this and that. Right, like, I'm ready this time. Yeah, she grabbed her ID. And I kid you not, she threw it at me like uh, like one of those... Like, like a poker card or something? No, no, like one of those like Japanese like star things. Oh, like a ninja star. Yeah, like oh, a nin- wow. there we go, a ninja star. It just, like I was just standing there and I just see it like like go like across like and into the pharmacy. Dude, that could have like hit you in the eye or something. Yeah, but you know, you, you kind of know, you know, what behavior to expect. Yeah. So I went, picked it up. And threw it back at her. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like the urge was there. <laughs> the, the urge was there. But, you know, I needed the, I needed the job. Right. So pretty much, you know, here, here ma'am, you know, I'm, I'm sorry about the inconvenience. Gave it to her. She left screaming her way out of the pharmacy. Oh, my gosh. And it's like, oh, my God. And, like, I had never been screamed at like that, like, mm, ever. I see. So I was like. Here you go, ma'am. And, and, yeah. and, and like, I, I remember, like, I did actually, like, start crying. Oh, no. Because it was, like, that bad. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, in front of the customer, you, you kind of have to, like, suck it in pretty yeah, much. Keep your composure. Keep your composure. So, you know, she left, and I was like, <laughs> like, I just, oh my God. like, I went to the back, and I just stood there for a couple minutes, like, I can't do this. Mm. But one of my, ma- uh, one of the pharmacists, he's like, you know, like, don't worry, you know, like, this is something that I saw every day as a technician. Oh, wow. Like, in a month or two, either you'll get used to it or it'll just, like, slide, you know. So, yeah. like, don't pay attention to it, this and that. So now when customers are like that, you kind of learn to acknowledge them accordingly to their behavior. Uh, so, I see. Yeah, so that's Kind of, like, match their energy? Yeah, Pretty much, but in the professional, respectful way. Right, of course. So, you know, thanks to this pharmacist, you know, um, I've been able to overcome that. But, yeah, you know, for anyone who um, is interested in becoming a technician, um, you will have some bad experiences, but I can promise that it's worth it. And that's actually a perfect segue for my next question. 
what's been like one of the sweet stories like one of the rewarding stories are like ah this is why i do this so this same pharmacist that day that that happens back in back in uh, that first week he's like i want you to remember this for every caring of a customer that you encounter mm-hmm. there's always going to be five that are gr- that are grateful for what you do mm. and i just kept that in mind and it's crazy how things align but like after that customer the sweetest lady helped, I, I i helped this lady and she was the sweetest lady she's like you know thank you so much for helping me out you know uh, we need more people like you who are Aww. who are willing to help out and since I'm bilingual, yeah, you know, she, uh, she spoke Spanish. She spoke Spanish. She, she spoke Spanish, and she was just like, you know, thank you. You know, we need more people like you who speak Spanish. Uh, you know, it, it's very rare to find um, someone who's young and uh, you know a technician who's so respectful. Mm. Pretty much, that really just uplifted me that day. Course, because like the thing is that when that happened, it was early in the morning. Uh, so I was like, oh, "What a man. day! What a way to start the day! What a way to start the day!" Exactly. It was like ten a.m., like ten or eleven a.m. Mm-hmm. I remember that negative experience, mm-hmm. but that day, what stuck with me was that there truly are people who are grateful for what you do, and it was what my pharmacist said. That was waving proof, you know, for every one bad, for every one negative customer that you get, you get five who are grateful for what you do. And that's something that I try to remember every day or that I have thought about every single day. Like whatever happens today, there's someone who's grateful for what I do. That's awesome, man. That's good. Oh, I want, I want to meet that sweet little old lady. <laughs> she. She, I mean, she probably melted your heart, right? Yeah, yeah. And, like, every time I see her, it's funny because, like, sometimes, like, she'll be in line. When you're in line and there's, like, a lot of people helping out, you can sort of, like, figure out which way you're going to go. So yeah. I remember this customer. She she was going to go with someone else in line, but she went behind another customer so that I would oh, so wow. that I could help her out. So, like, you know, ever since then, you know, she's... She's always like, oh, you know, like, hi, how are you? You know, how are yeah. you doing? A lot of work today, huh? And I'm like, oh, yeah, but, you know, it's it's all good. She's like, okay, that's good. You know, have that good attitude. Have that good um, mindset every day. And I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, thank you very much. So, that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's cool. And the fact that she goes out of her way so that you can be the one to give her the service, that's, yeah, she's, that's absolutely lovely. Yeah, she makes my day whenever she, she comes through to pick up her medication. Like, I, like... I can always count on her to make my day. I guess. Oh, that's great, man. That definitely makes up for all the negativity, right? Definitely. That's yeah. awesome, man. So, like, that's a constant reminder of, you know, I do what I do because people are grateful. And I, in return, I'm grateful that there's people who, you know, not everyone is going to be a bit of a grouch about it. But there's people who really you know, are positively impacted by what you do. Well, you know, like all those hours of studying, all of those, you know, hard times are definitely worth it because they shadow all the negative things. Yeah, of course. That's great. That's really great to hear. I'm glad that you do this, man. I, I want to 
encourage you to keep doing a good job. Thank you. You know, taking care of, of your customers because yeah. what you do is important. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, just something else for anyone who wants to know, you know, uh, for anyone who wants to receive their license, that is only for the state that you live in. Now, if you want to live, if you plan on moving on to another state or so, you have to be certified. You have to take a national exam and pass it with a certain rate or higher. I actually took it a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. Didn't do so well. Oh, man. So that's a bit of a, um, you know, motivation to, you know, if I didn't do it this time, I could do it the next. Yeah. And, like, it's like a constant reminder of why I do what I do, aside, aside from, you know, the great customers, but also because there are so many different pathways that you could go. Oh, okay. Right on, man. Well, yeah, I'm sure you can do it. The audience out there is counting on you to do it. Thank you. They thank believe you. in you. I believe in you. Thank you. So keep at it, man. I like to finish the podcast, though, on a very high note. A musical high note, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> and my question is, if you had to choose a song that's you consider your current soundtrack, live soundtrack, oh, what song would it be? I know it's probably the hardest question of the whole interview, right? <laughs> It really is, yeah. Especially, and I know because like you really have a musical side to you, so I I totally understand. Me too, <laughs> and I haven't been on the receiving end of this question yet, so I don't know what I'm going to say when someone asks me. But if you had to choose, like right now, today, let's just keep it to today. Like, okay. what song would you choose? Like, what is kind of like giving the vibe of what you're feeling today, or? what you're going through or whatever. Hmm. That's actually a good question. The rest of them were whack, I know, but this is a good question, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what I meant. I <laughs> I'm kidding. Honestly, today, like today, today, it would have to be... So I have a summer playlist. Ooh, nice. So like stuff that kind of like, like upbeat during the day, okay. I guess. Yeah. If I had to only pick one, one, Drive by Incubus. Ooh, I like that. Because, and like, it, and, and like the song makes a very good comparison to life, you know? Mm. It's like, who's in the driver's seat? Is it me or my fears? You know, like, yeah. am I letting my fears take the wheel? Or am I conquering those fears and taking control and not letting them stop me? from achieving whatever it is I want to achieve that day. That's deep, bro. Dang. Aside from it being a very, you know, chill song. Right. Very catchy, too. Very catchy, too. That the meaning behind it is really um, motivational. I like that, man. So, yeah, it would have to be Drive by Incubus. Right on. For everyone out there, go ahead and listen to that song today and see what Aaron is talking about. You won't regret it. All right, man. So, if people want to reach out to you, and they have more detailed questions because you know they really want to be a pharmacy tech or anything of that nature where can people find you online 
on the internets. Yes. So you can find me on Instagram, which is at Aaron J Perez. Okay. But how do they spell that? Yeah. So that would be A A R X N J as in Jack Perez P E R E Z. There you go. And I mean, we'll we'll also put that in the description of this episode, but sure. just for the sake of people listening. Yeah, absolutely. So awesome, man. Well, it's been a huge pleasure talking to you. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll see you around. Definitely. Everyone else, have a wonderful day. This has been the Raspberry Lemonade Podcast, and we're signing off. Take care. This has been a Redbird Studio production. We hope you enjoyed the program.